Welcome to the main event, brought to you by Second Opinion Productions. Gaming is our passion, podcasting is our profession. Powered by Cineleaks.com. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to main event number 10. It's your boy, Celeb. Had problems with our audio, but now we're back. Huh? <laughs> we're back i really thought that we weren't going to be able to get this recorded but i'm joined by bolts what's up bro what's up fella nothing man we got some a lot of stuff to talk about so let's go ahead and get into it right now i'm down <laughs> i'm definitely down all right so first and foremost we're going to talk about wwe evolution Evolution. Total surprise, bro. Like, I think you and me both knew that it was going to be good, but I don't uh, think we knew it was going to be this good. You know what I'm saying? Overall, overall, definitely, definitely really good. Really good. I have to agree with you, bro. I think that uh, I think it was a really good pay-per-view overall. Um, but there was something that you were going to talk about real quick before we get into the to the actual matches. What was the thing that you really didn't like much? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, they came out and they did their best. They did their, their, their A plus plus job, I guess you could say. Yeah. But the, um, but the two announcers that were with Michael Cole were really, really, really bad. They're very dry. It was, there was no entertaining because, because other than watching the match and stuff like that, you have to listen to these people's voices. Yeah. You know, you can't hear the wrestlers in the ring talking yeah. shit to one another. Yeah. So you, so you have to go with what's being said outside the ring by the announcers. Yeah. And it was, it was straight up garbage. Um, it was Renee Young and the Glamazon herself. Uh, and I have to agree. I understand they did it for purposes of, you know, with it being an all women's pay-per-view, but, um, you know, I think Renee Young is coming into her own. I think that she is still in those like early stages of being like doing announcing and and doing all the other stuff. But I, I don't know, bro. I feel it, it, it feels weird. Like it feels like it feels like that she still is holding back from like saying certain yeah, things. Yeah. And it, in my personal opinion, I think that I don't know, bro. I think that. I have really, really grown to like the one announcer that you really like, Corey Graves. Corey Graves is awesome. I did not like Corey Graves at the beginning, like at all. Um, but I have really changed my mind on this dude, like a lot. Like his, I love how he is like the new uh, Bradshaw. Like yeah. he hates the new day and all this other stuff. Like I love it, but the Glamazon, like. She's, she doesn't was, need to be doing any yeah, type of announcement. No, no, not at all. And and, and and Renee is coming into herself, but even when I watch Raw, I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. It's it's just not the same. Yeah. That's all. It feels it feels a little off, but either way, I think that... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think that... Um, <laughs> I think that it's... They both have work to do. Let's just say that. Let's before we get the Glamazon on the mic again, let's get her a little bit of training. A little training would be good. Yeah. So first and foremost, we're going to talk about Trish Stratus and Lita 
um, facing off against Mickey James and Alexa Fox. So, um, Alicia Fox. Uh, Alexa Bliss was supposed to be the one that was facing off against Trish Stratus, but she had a injury uh, ringside um, in a pre-match promo. So... The match meant nothing to me. <laughs> like, oh, no. Hell no. <laughs> nothing at all. I mean, yeah, it's cool to have Trish Stratus and Lita in there, but at the time, I didn't even know that Alexa was injured. So when it just, like, the match popped up, like, me and Bolt actually looked at each other. We were like, wasn't Alexa supposed to be in there? Yeah, because, man, let me tell you something. Hey. <laughs> She came out looking good. Yeah, bro. She really did. That outfit she had. Man, that little light blue outfit with the white lace looking like Allison from Wonderland. (laughs) Holy shit. She looked amazing. Um, But, like, like what I was saying, that, like, we had no clue. Yeah, I don't think anybody really did. Um, So, it just randomly, she was like, okay, I'm not going to be in the match. I was like, what the hell? So, okay, Lita and Trish Stratus beat Mickey James and Alicia Fox. And bro, what I tell you? What I so say? Right, bro. <laughs> it was not the best match. Uh, it was very. Um, I don't know, man. The good thing about it is that the crowd was very energetic. Um, the bad thing about it is that I feel that um, I feel that sometimes the the move sets and all this other stuff that they were doing um, was, was really. Way too scripted. Way too scripted, and like what CBS Sports says, perfect way of saying it, it was kind of sloppy, dude. Like, I don't know, maybe they just didn't start doing training until, like, retraining or whatever until dude, a couple of weeks ago. Dude, what have they been out of wrestling for? What, what 10, 15 years? I know, but damn, bro. Like, we saw, bro, the big show. The big show took, like, two years off, two, three years off, whatever else. He is giant. His body literally can't make him like he can't move as good as he used to because he is is and it shows in the ring it shows in the ring but he got back in shape you remember whenever he was kind of coming back was supposed Mm -hmm. to be facing off against Braun Strowman that match or whatever that he had against Braun I think was one of his better matches in a while Um, but he trained for it and then also even and I will say this is going to be a big shot right here Mickey James, who I always say is sloppy, did a better job than Trish Stratus. And it was Lita. because Mickey James has been in the loop for what, how long? Bro, this is listen to me. We're talking about Lita and Trish Stratus, I two under- of the biggest, and also Lita is always, from what I see on social media, always at the performance center. So, like, why why not get them if they plan on doing this? Why not get them in the ring and in training, like? months and months ahead of time really get them in good shape you know because i don't know maybe it is and maybe it's like what you said maybe it does a test of their age that it's just like okay well it's kind of done and over with but i'm starting to feel like bolts i mean it is cool to see this nostalgia it's cool to have these matches to where these people that we used to idolize whenever we were younger pop in out of nowhere and be like hey we're here to do this ha 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 look at us we're back again that's cool, but at the same right. time, it's not cool. But, but I'll also <laughs> say this: I, I think if, if anybody has more of a more of a, a reason not to perform in the ring that like they used to, it would be Lita because Lita was the high flyer back in the day with with the Hardy Boys and all them. 
Yeah. You know, she was the higher flyer. She was coming off the top of the ropes. Yeah. Off the top of the, you know, the, the cages and the tables. And, the, you know, that's what <coughs> she did. So if her, her body, her body would definitely, would have definitely taken a toll over the years. I agree, bro. I mean, you could tell there's a, there is a difference in her performance. Um, and the, the, let's just say it like this. The years have not been like the nicest. And I'm not saying that in a way of like, she's still beautiful. You could still tell that she, um, for all these years of doing what she's done, she could, she still has that talent. But at the same time, it's like, man, like, wow. She was like, I, I, what was it? A couple of years after she had retired, I think she got back in the ring for like another match or whatever yeah. else. And she was, she was doing pretty good. Um, but I don't know, man. I just... I was very disappointed with the match, so that's we can move on from that. But, anyways, next up they had the twenty woman battle royale, and I actually at first I thought this was a, um, I thought this was a Royal Rumble. Um, so I was a little, I was a little, I don't know, man. I was I was really expecting about a, a Royal Rumble. Like I would have loved that. Like yeah, you know, all the women that were coming out would have been a surprise instead of just like everybody piling in there. I hate battle royales and in wrestling. I hate them, bro. Um, but anyway, so let's just skip to the end of the match. It came, came down to where there was only three people left in the ring. There was Tamina Snuka, um, Ember Moon, and Nia Jax. And it was really awesome. Uh, they, I really thought Ember was going to win the match. I, was, we both did. Whew. Man, Ember Moon. My God, she's gorgeous. She's amazing in the ring. Um, I have become a really big fan of hers, and not just because of Bolts, because Bolts is like head over heels for this chick right now. Also, but because of um, BC and Matt from uh, from Cinelink. They've, they've been telling me about Ember Moon for quite some time, and I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. She's just another gimmicky person, has, you know, this persona to where she's like, oh, ha, 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 look at me. I got contacts in. But I have, like, completely changed my mindset. Like, she is, she right now is, um, I think, building up to something great. I think she can be a really great champion for for um, SmackDown, Raw, whatever she's on. Um, no matter if she jumps back and forth, whatever. I really do feel that she can... She can bring about, you know, what's crazy. There was the women's revolution and they had like Becky Lynch and right. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte Flair. But after that, it led into some of these other characters, you know, with like Nia Jax um, and Ember Moon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the, uh, I personally am over Natalia. I'm over the Bella twins. Um, I'm over. And I know she wasn't around much but um lana like go away just like bro i'm just like why i don't know dude if it's such a weird thing like i really liked lana's character whenever she was like managing rusev um and now she's like i'm lana she's like ha 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 i know i no longer have russian Sit back in the Roth rusev yeah. fight you bitch yeah. Yeah, she's like now yeah, she that's... doesn't have her accent. No, she's just like in my. I hate saying it like this, but she's just like boring now, bro. She's just another person. <laughs> so I mean, uh, yeah, basically. Um, and I think that she could probably be something really good, but she's really got to work on her character, man. 
Um, so, anyways, Nia Jax wins the battle royale. Um, the the WWE universe was chanting, "You deserve it," um, because I am very excited about this. And it's just like Bolt said throughout the match. He was like, "Bro, this is how Nia should be winning all the time. She should she should be just like same thing we said about Braun Strowman. There should be no contest. You know what I'm saying?" Um, and it's the truth. It, you know, you think about it. You're sitting there. You watch this battle royale. Unless all 20 of them, other 19 women, gang up on her and throw her over the ropes, there ain't gonna be a soul to throw her over them damn ropes. Yeah, yeah. So next up, um, Tony Storm and Cherie face off in the May Young Classic final. Um, never really watch May Young Classics at all, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Tony Storm is awesome. She was really good, man. She was really good. JD J, JD really likes her. So yeah. I mean, he and he watches this stuff religiously like yeah. nobody's you know I've yeah. ever seen in my life um but put tony storm looks really good in that ring yeah and sheree you know she has the she did the whole ray mysterio 619 thing and springboards and all this other stuff um she almost won the match but then tony storm came through and won it uh she is a native of australia and i love her character bro i love her costume design and all that other stuff it's kind of like a shout out to Shawn michaels too like those old school Shawn Michaels, yep. Heartbreak Kid glasses. So I just loved it, bro. I really loved the presentation and the match. The overall in-ring talent was great. Uh, moving on from that, we had Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha Banks. They faced off against the Riot Squad and won. Stupid match. Really pissed me off because um, I have switched. I'm on the evil side now with Bolts, and I love Love the Riot Squad. They're awesome. I'm sick and tired of Natalia. I'm sick and tired of this whole back and forth thing with Bailey and Stasha. Like, it's over, boring, done with. It's like one week they're friends, one week they're not. Now they're like really good friends. And we're like, ha, 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 look at us. I'm like, what is the story with this, bro? Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, what do you think about the whole situation with Bailey and Sasha? It, you know, it's, it's back and forth. It's, it's, it's a neutral it's just it's tiring really it you know, is bro you, know, you, <laughs> you you got some decent talent between bailey and sasha especially bailey um natalia is just uh, natalia needs she looks like to, an amoeba out there on the in in, in the uh, you know she, she needs it's, to, it's just needs to look really yeah. look into retirement bro you know i think bailey i would not mind seeing bailey going kind of going to a heel side yeah, it's um, like super mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Riot Squad should have lost this to begin with because they are the ultimate three, the three person tag team. You know, there's there's very few men out there that could compete with them just because of their 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 continuity and their um, <clears throat> cohesiveness. Um, but yeah, yeah. Sasha Bailey, they need to just they need to split up. You know, hopefully they have a superstar shakeup soon and they can just go away from each other. Yes, that would be good. That would yes. be great. I, uh, I, it's just like what Boltz was just saying, and I agree with him 100%. It's just stupid. It's like, why, why drag this out and have this matches between them where they hate each other and whatever else? They're like, it's really lazy writing, dude. Like, they've done it. They're, it's done and over with. Move on. Um, so, speaking of that, we're moving on to another match <laughs> <laughs> NXT Championship. You want to talk about this one, Boltz? The NXT uh, Shania Baszler and Kyrie Sane. Yeah. Um, it's it was you know it was a tale of two worlds really. Yeah, you know Shania Baszler is just you know she's she's got her MMA backward background from uh, UFC, 
um, just mean, ferocious, just a complete badass. Mm-hmm. And 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 Kyrie saying is this this fla- <laughs> 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 she's just really flamboyant. I you know I've got this pirate hat and this wheel, and I've got a treasure chest full of my belts and stuff like that. Yeah. And just like anything else, you know, Shina Basler took it from her via submission, via UFC MMA style. So yeah, first, I think it's the first two-time women's NXT champion. Yeah. Um, yes, that too. That mm-hmm. too as well. It was, overall, it was, it was still a good match. Yeah. Um, these 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 kind of off-brand matches, the NXT, the May Young stuff like that. They were all really really good matches. Yep. I agree. Um. Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair. She retains the SmackDown title in a last woman standing match. Probably one of the best WWE matches that I've seen in a while. I would say it is the best women's match that I have seen since Charlotte and Sasha in Hell in a Cell. Um, I thought it was great, bro. The... All the attacks that they did, they have throwing each other through a chair, doing the, I mean, off the top ropes. It was just like great. And the way it ended of having uh, Becky throw Charlotte through that table. Um, and then, I mean, bro, it was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. That's what I want out of women wrestling. I want the women's division to be right there with the men's oh, division. Oh, hands down. If anything, I wouldn't even mind if the women's division overpassed the men's division mm-hmm. because the men's division recently is oversaturated with characters that are not getting utilized the way they're supposed to be. So it's the same exact thing with the women's division. There's a lot of times that some of these Characters are not being done properly. I don't know how it's set up. I don't even know much about the wrestling world outside of just watching it and enjoying it. But something's got to change, man. Something has got to change. You know, you have all these people on the roster, and it's like, why do you have so many people if you're not using them? Um, so the way I look at it, it's like Vince McMahon said one time on the Steve Austin podcast, these people ain't stepping up. You know, some of the people in the back, back, they're like, hey, I'm getting my paycheck. I'm going to do what they tell me to do. They're not, <coughs> they're not stepping up. St- a perfect person that stepped up and changed wrestling, <coughs> excuse me, guys, was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stepped up, did things that mm-hmm. were unconventional in wrestling. I mean, bro, that, that match, that match against Jake the Snake, whenever Jake the Snake was like in this preacher religious mode and he was like, <laughs> he's <laughs> very end of the match is like you could read your Bible, you could say God's words. John uh, John three sixteen says, "I just whooped your ass." <laughs> or Stone Cold three sixteen, right. whatever. Uh, Austin three sixteen. I'm sorry, Austin three sixteen says, "I just whipped your ass." That's where he got the whole Austin three sixteen and all that other stuff. Um, and that right there was like when he said it. You know, of course, I was young at the time, so I wasn't watching when it was live, but I've gone back and watched it since then. But when he said that in that match, the reaction from the crowd, the reaction from just everybody was just like, holy shit. Did, it, did he just say that? Exactly. And, and that's the thing about it. They don't have that shit no more. Yeah, they don't. Zero, zero, zero. Yeah. Zero kind of showmanship, you know, straight one-on-person entertainment. Yeah. You know. Stone Cold Steve Austin come out there and you chunk up three beers to him and he chugs him in the ring. 
You know, yeah. shit like that doesn't happen no more. And we're not asking for the Attitude Era to come back, but we're asking for something that is somewhat like it, at least. I mean, show me something good. You know what I'm saying? Show me, show me something new and fresh. And it seems like it's kind of starting to tug at those strings and get back to those situations. Um, but, like, perfect for instance, you know, the, the previous week whenever Dean Ambrose won the tag team titles with Seth Rollins and then attacked Seth Rollins. Like that right there was shocking all. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like that's what needs to be done. So anyways, overall Becky Lynch and the Charlotte Flair match was a great match. <clears throat> so moving on from that, then we have the Raw tag or the Raw tag. The Raw Women's Championship, Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. And of course, as we knew it was going to happen, Ronda Rousey Put Nikki Bella in an armbar submission, retaining her title. And that's enough said because this match should have never taken place. Nikki Bella doesn't hadn't been anywhere around the ring for whatever how long, and then all of a yeah. sudden she gets the gets the title match. Stupid. Um, it's it's stupid. Ronda Rousey destroyed her the way it should have been, the way it should always be until Nia Jax steps into the ring with that's her. Right. And then we will see what kind of really badass she is. Let's do this, Naya. <laughs> so where you at? <laughs> I'm down, bro. So yeah, we will definitely find out what kind of what kind of moxie Miss Rousey has as, as that whenever Jax steps into the ring and she just towers over. Yeah, dude, I'm down. So I'm so down. Um, all right, uh, that is it for Evolution. I think it was a very successful pay per view. Uh, I think that it is definitely setting up more all-women pay-per-views, no ifs, ands, or buts. Um, now, the only thing that I didn't like about this was the fact that was the fact that they were promoting Crown Jewel in the middle of the match, like twice. You know what I'm saying? Like Crown Jewel's already got the stuff around it that it does. Um, and it, they should have left it alone. If they wanted to be about women, they should have left it alone. Like they shouldn't even like promoted that at all. If anything, promote, you know, I don't know, promote, go back and watch some of the greatest women matches on the WWE network or something like that. You know, I don't know, bro. That's just me. But either way, uh, very much enjoyed it. And I hope that this is not the last one. So, Let's move down into Raw this week. Raw this week was somewhat different. <laughs> it just... I don't know. All right, so will they start the mat? They start Raw out with Seth trying to find Ambrose to ask him why he did it. Um, so <laughs> it doesn't matter why he did it. Dean Ambrose bitched your ass in the middle of the ring. Yeah, so that's what, all that matters. What happened is Ambrose pops up. You know, Rollins in the ring. Ambrose pops up where they usually come out um, of one of the entrances in the crowd, and you know, Seth is like, "You wanted the spotlight, Dean. It's all yours. Come down here and have it. Be a man." Blah blah blah. He doesn't say anything at all. Rollins then calls him a soulless lunatic, and then that was it. And then Ambrose just turned around and walked off. So, this is the thing. <laughs> Something that was not brought up. Where are the tag team championships? Or the titles? 
they have them. No, where they no, they didn't. They didn't have them on. Okay, well maybe they're just at the so, house. I don't know. Well, I'm just stating the fact. Like he didn't even bring that up. You know, he kind of like pondered about it, talked about it a little bit because because Seth Rollins is really the selfish one. See. Why you say that? Because he's just mad because Dean Ambrose caught him off guard and would bitch him out, slap him across the ring like the hoe bag he is. So I guess from what it says on here, they are they they are still tag team champions. So, well, yeah, until someone beats them. Yeah, so weird, man. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> Brock Lesnar, Braun Strowman set up the crown jewel match. What happens is uh, your boy Braun Strowman comes down uh, and promises Lesnar that he will get these hands at Crown Jewel. Um, They kind of start getting a little uppity. Uh, And then Baron Corbin comes down to try to calm him down or whatever. Well, Baron Corbin was already down there. I'm sorry. But he comes up to to Braun Strowman trying to chill him out. He's like, just calm down, man. Just calm down. Calm down. Well, then... Braun Strowman kind of pushes him off and was like, get off me. And, of course, Baron Corbin thinks it's smart to to attack somebody like him just because he's the same height, I guess. I don't know. Uh, it's just weird, man. It's like Baron Corbin's like, <laughs> let me try to be a wrestler again because I'm in this weird position right now and I have no clue where my career's going. You know, uh, Corbin is a douche. So <laughs> actually got to the point to where I was liking him when he had his long hair, it was like you didn't know if he was bald or not. That little bit he's seating hairline that was like in the middle of the top of his super head. Super weird, man. But his hair was like really long. So I don't know, man. Well, then you move into the next one. Um, oh, okay. I'm sorry. Real quick. What's it? What are we I doing? got overzealous. Oh. So what happens is Braun Strowman, um, you know, slams Corbin like three times. And then Brock Lesnar comes up behind Braun Strowman and F5s him. And done and done. So I was kind of like, yeah, that's whatever. I mean, kind of stupid because he's Braun Strowman, like yeah. I've said multiple times. Right. And he should be able to get up from one F5. Yep. If, uh, who was it? Roman Reigns. If Roman Reigns can get up from multiple F5s, and Braun Strowman should have been able to get with no problem. Anyways, moving on from that, we have the Brother of Destruction, or Brothers of Destruction, they come out, and they're like talking, and like, we're going to do stuff to you at this event. And then uh, D-Generation X comes out. He's like, <laughs> it was just, <sighs> it's just, it's just, say it for me, Bolt. It's just old wrestlers doing their thing. You know, it's, I, you know, I don't mind Undertaker. I don't mind, you know, Shawn Michaels or Triple H yeah. or Kane or anything like that. I just don't want to see him in the ring. I'm going to tell you one thing. I'm fucking sick of Undertaker changing his look every week, every week. It's like every every pay-per-view, he has a different look. I like the Undertaker that had, you know, like the leather pants, the goatee, the long hair, mm-hmm. the, the hat. The Undertaker that was represented on Monday Night Raw, I hate it. Sleeveless shirt with, like, no facial hair at all. And I, I hate it. I hate it. I cannot stand it, bro. I don't know why, but it just – it's. I don't know. He's got that one. I think he has like that one little bit of a goatee or a mustache or something. But just his uniform really fucking yeah. pisses me off. For no, some I agree. I agree 110%. Yeah. You know you know what? He should go back to like the very, very first day that he uh, 
he entered the WWF at that time. Oh, yeah, the gray suit, purple, the purple tie. Yeah. Yeah, bro, that'd be awesome. That'd be pretty that'd sick. That'd be great. Um, all right, well, then we have uh, Finn Balor. Uh, he defeated Bobby Lashley via disqualification because your boy, Leo Rush, comes up and is taunting him back and forth and doing all this stuff with him, and then he eventually like jumps in there and I think hits him, and then... That was it. He shoved Balor. Well, what happened was Balor, Balor was at the top of the ropes. Yeah. Fixed and he to, shoved him off the top. Yeah, yeah. it was fit to do the uh, the coup de grace. And um, and, and uh, Leo Rush came over there and pushed him down and automatically disqualified Bobby Lashley. Um, and then Bobby Lashley did his did his heel thing, you know. Yeah. Went after Balor. Leo Rush got into it. So Leo Rush got down there and, like, he was holding Balor and Leo Rush slapped him in the face. I love it, bro. I don't I know. Do too. You like it? Oh, I do. I do. I do. Dara doesn't like it. <laughs> Why are you playing Who Wants to Be a Millionaire on your phone? I hate you, man. Oh, hold up. I didn't even know this. John Cena has been ruled out of Crown Jewel. Let's see what CBS says. Shortly after Lashley's victory, he joined Rush in a response to Corbin's summoning to the training room. After Corbin congratulates Lashley for beating up Balor, he named him the replacement for Cena in Friday's World Cup in Saudi Arabia. Although no reason was given beyond the tournament, the news apparently is a coincidence with a report that Cena pulled out as a protest to WWE's involvement in Saudi Arabia and heightening the political tension. Later on, Kurt Angle cut a video promo promising he isn't too old or crazy to win the tournament. Um, okay. Well, that's weird. Well, you knew Cena was being was backed out of it. He, he oh. backed out of it a week ago. Where? On Raw? It was it was all over the place, left and right. I, I did, had no clue. Yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, he backed out of was it. Was it because of the political yes. aspect? Really? Yes. Wow. He said he was, you know. He said he wasn't going to be engaged with, with with what's going on right there. Right there. There's no point in it, you know. And, I did not know that. And and that's whenever you know, <clears throat> you know, Vince McMahon started getting flack about you know Crown Jewel still being taking place over there. And that's when he came out and said, "Well, it's 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 just strictly business. I have contract, you know, obligations that I have to meet, you know, week in and week out, and and the payments and this and blah 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 blah." It you would know? be. It would. I mean, because. Yes, you were going to take a financial hit. If you would you take don't a go pretty to, large, but you know what? Hit. But at the same time, I would think you know, that they would have just fucking head. I would think they would just change it and say, you know what, Saudi Arabia is not the place to do it right now. Let's change Crown Jewel from Saudi Arabia to where would you put it, Bolt? If you had a chance to change it, where would you put uh, Crown Jewel? Oh man, just I don't know, hop skipping away, put it in India or some shit. I don't know. That would be awesome. You know, I don't get it doesn't matter. It can yeah. be anywhere over there. You know, <laughs> India's got a big cricket stage that you uh feel that you could put the, that rink in the middle what? of cricket. Oh. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, bro. You said cricket, I'm like, they don't have a field just for crickets. <laughs> for crickets? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> Late night on India Station Jesus, Channel Eleven. Crickets race it's through like, the look maze. At Jiminy, he's getting it. <laughs> All right, so yes, yes they could they, they could move it to somewhere else. Yeah, absolutely, they should have. All right, so for some reason, I'm we don't have to talk about this one. Yeah, we're going to talk about it just real quick. Why? 
for some reason, there was a 10-women tag match with Trish Stratus, Lita, Natalia, Bailey, and Sasha Banks facing off against Mickie James, Alicia Fox, and the Riot Squad. No clue why, but of course, they I think they defeated Lita and Trish Stratus in the team, defeated Mickie James and Alicia Fox in the team. Moving on to the next one. Yep. <laughs> so ridiculous, bro. I hate it. Jesus Christ, I hate it. Um, okay, now big ups right here, bro. Elias defeats Jinder Mahal via pinfall, dude. And I'm going to tell you right now, you have changed my point of view on wrestling so much. And just <laughs> since we started doing this podcast, Elias is my dude, bro. I'm telling you, man. He is so good. He's so good. And I would love, 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 love to see him actually become a champion. Yeah. So what it says on CBS uh, Sports, it says Elias opened on his guitar by claiming he was the living truth and the truth shall set you free. He then looked for revenge on Corbin for attempting to sabotage his performance last week, which led Elias backstage looking for him. So do you like this whole play out right now? <coughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, the Baron Corbin Elias thing. Whatever Elias does, I'm 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 game. I think I his his personality, his persona that he gives in the middle of the rink while he's playing the guitar, just you know the the arrogance and the cockiness, and it's just it's it's good. It just plays right into everybody's hands. Yeah. So then uh, Dana Brooks asked for a song, and he denied her. And then he went into Corbin's dressing room and was uh, with basically playing a song or whatever, mocking. Uh, Corbin, and then Jinder Mahal stuck up behind him and uh, beat the crap out of him. Well, then it moved into a match with Elias and Jinder Mahal, and Elias defeated Jinder Mahal, which was awesome. That's my boy. I'm yeah, telling man. you, man. I've I, Ever since I first saw him in the middle of the room with that stupid-ass guitar singing his little off-brand songs and whatnot, I just... yeah. He, he, even whenever he was in the... Um, the Fatal Four Way with with uh, Strowman. Oh yeah, he yeah. remember that. Yeah, you know he didn't he didn't do much in there for crying out loud. But still, but he held his own, man. Yeah, he did. Um, moving on from that, we got Bobby Roode and Chad Gable defeating the Ascension. And I'm gonna tell you, they're starting. Wait, to- wait, wait, it just wasn't the Ascension. It was also it is also AOP in a in a triple threat match. Was it? Yes. Well, see, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Well, I didn't watch that match. Oh, there um, very few people did. Yeah. But um, I kind of skipped around on Raw. But uh, I saw Bobby Roode facing off against the, the Ascension. I was like, nah. But uh, after I watched a couple of the highlights on YouTube earlier, um, I am, I was pretty impressed with Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. I think they did a pretty good job. But then the AOP came in and pretty much destroyed them after the match um, with the Super Collider. And AOP is looking really good, bro. We say it week after week. I cannot week. wait until they really start. And and they they were in the ring this time without their vest on. Yeah, you know they just had their their little army boot, army pants with their Loved boots it. and their and their and their muscle shirt on. Yeah, and that's the way they need to go yeah, all, all the time. Way better than having that military vest oh, and stuff. Ridiculous. All the time. Um, moving on from that, we have Nia Jax versus Ember Moon, and Nia Jax defeated Ember Moon via pinfall. What happened is Tamina Snuka's music comes on and. While it came on, both of them stopped for a second, looking at her, wondering what she was going to be doing. And then Jax caught Moon off guard, uh, did a leg drop, and pinned her. So it's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. 
Snooker jumped up into the ring and was like face to face with with Jax, and then she kind of smiled and walked off. But I like this. I like I, it, bro. I know. I Two know. big ass Samoan women running at each other, bro. <laughs> it's awesome, man. I really, really love it. Uh, Kalisto and uh, what is this? Oh, okay. The Lucha House Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Face off against a revival, and they defeated them. Um, I, I liked it. Um, I would actually like to see more of the Lucha House Party outside of 205 Live. So um, I, th- I think that was really great. Having the, I mean, having a, a triple team oh, yeah, or bro. whatever of like three Lucha guys, is yeah. just, it was great. Really, really awesome. Um, then lastly... And definitely lastly. Yeah. <laughs> Dolph Ziggler for, versus Apollo Crews, uh, and he won it. Yeah. Ziggler doing it up. Strong pre-match promo for Ziggler initiating, uh, giving respect for Angle ahead of the Friday World Cup. Says he looked up to him for most of his life as an amateur wrestler, but the turn back to Hill. Came quick as Ziggler reminded he's the best thing that ever happened to this business. Ziggler's amazing. I think he's a good. Oh yeah, talent. absolutely. And then absolutely. He, st- he still had um, his dude next to him. Oh yeah, McIntyre. Yeah. <clears throat> then we're moving down into SmackDown Live. I don't have to do a separate audio for it anymore. I can just do it with my voice. What I'm doing, anyways. Dara's sitting there eating a corn dog, playing some stupid candy game on her phone. She's like, it's not a candy game, okay? It is. It's That's life. a Candy Crush game, isn't it? It's life. Oh, you make me sick. That is not Homescapes. Yeah, it is. Well, it's by the same people that make Candy Crush, right? Mm-mm. You sure? Yep. I think I've seen that dude with the mustache before. Nope. What? Every Predator profile? Okay, anyways. Uh, Okay, so. Let's read this real quick before we get down into SmackDown. The WWE Championship, uh, the WWE Champion Styles made his way down to the ring to kick off Crown Jewel. Um, He called out Brian. They had their little spats back and forth and had stated that... This is what's crazy. They had their little stuff. Styles said he meant to kick Brian the previous week um, and lied about it. Well, things have changed now, and Commissioner Shane McMahon came down and said the Crown Jewel Championship match uh, would be taking place right now. So, championship match between AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan happened and AJ Styles beat Daniel Bryan via submission. Well, of course that was going to happen. I did Th- not expect that. Really, you really thought Daniel Bryan was going to win? Yes, I thought Daniel Bryan was going to win the championship at at bro. We've talked about this. On SmackDown? No, at Crown Jewel. Oh. I don't think. I think this, from what they're saying, this means possibly that that match is not going to happen at Crown Jewel anymore. WWE was placed in a quiet, uh, in the quite quite of a bind with Brian taking a stand that he refused to make a trip to Saudi Arabia. There you go, man. This is the second guy to do that. 
All things considered, this was handled about as well as it could could have been. Tuesday night, we got an incredible Styles match. Blah 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 blah. blah. Okay, so what does that mean? Are we going to see Samoa Joe face off against AJ Styles? Dara, you're fucking with mustard a little bit too much over there. <laughs> she's enjoying that shit a little too much. <laughs> Squeeze that back and she's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was 50 Cent Corn Dog Day at Sonic, so she's tripping right now. Anyways. But yes, yes. Though, and, the, and the way Samoa Joe came in at the end of that match anyways. And then Samoa Joe. Gets the championship. Oh, bro. Bow. That's better than Brian getting the champion. Oh, yeah. 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 I'll be down if that happens. All right. So, SmackDown Women's champion Becky Lynch came out and said, I won. And then she comes out and starts talking about Survivor Series and how she's going to face off against Ronda Rousey and that she is the baddest woman on the planet, not Ronda Rousey. So... She, you know, the cool thing about Becky facing off against Ronda is both of them have the type of, like, arm submissions. Um, she has the disarmor, and then Ronda has the arm bar. So, who do you think is going to win, bro? <laughs> Ronda. Becky. Ronda's going to win. Becky, because Becky will do anything she can to win. Nah. What's going to happen? I think Ronda's going to win. Ronda's going to be on the up and up. And be like, ha, 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 I won again, blah, 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 blah. And then Jax is going to get her title championship match, and Jax is going to win. I know things. Becky. I don't know anything, actually. Ask Dara. Hey, um, hey, I'm just saying, if Becky can beat a man, then she can beat Rousey. I'm just telling you. You're killing me with that shit. No, I'm not. <laughs> Not one damn bit. You're killing me. Um, all right. So, so we had at that point in time, Charlotte Flair goes backstage, talks to Paige, um, you know, basically kind of talking to her about Survivor Series. And then Paige says, hey, you know, y'all did a great job. I'd like to offer you the, um, you know, captain position of the women's team for Survivor Series. Flair declined. And then Paige said, just to remind you of something that you said one time, don't let success go to your head and don't let failure go to your heart because, you know, Charlotte still looked like she was upset from the loss. So that's a quick hit, whatever. You don't have to say anything about that. Okay. Just saying. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) All right. So this was awesome. The, The New Day came out as the broad. It was great. It if was. you don't remember that group, it was a vampire group that uh-huh. was done in the in the Attitude Era, and it was awesome. It was really, really cool. But Big E faced off against Cesaro, and uh, <laughs> they did a trick or street fight. So, I don't know. It was cool, but at the same time, it was kind of blah, because you know, it's a new day, and they're boring. What? What's They're wrong? Not boring. Yeah. Anyways, um, Shane McMahon met backstage with the SmackDown World Cup participants. He revealed quite the twist in the tournament. After Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy, and The Miz and Randy Orton were done jawing at each other, McMahon revealed that 
should one of them end up losing the final World Cup bout Friday, then that competitor will lose their job on SmackDown Live. It'll be either Rey Mysterio or Jeff Hardy. It'll be Jeff Hardy. Rey Mysterio just got back. It wouldn't make sense. Oh, I know. I'm just saying that out of the, out of the four, it would be them two, and then Jeff Hardy would be yeah. them. Though. Bro, what if it was Randy Orton? Please. And they move him to Raw. That would be about the only other competitor that that could It's going to be Jeff Hardy. It's right. got to be Jeff Hardy yeah. because like he's talked about retirement before and all that other stuff. So, uh Shinsuke Nakamura and R-Truth faced off against a United States Championship match. Shinsuke beat R-Truth, but I still think it would be amazing. I'll tell you one thing, you know, he 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 made he made a fire and a loud pop like a firecracker when he first hit the scene, but you know, Nakamura ain't been around. I mean, they haven't been. Nuh-uh. It's like he's got the championship, and you're like, All right, okay, cool. Okay, thank you. It's because I'm telling you, bro. It's because his heel turn. They did that heel turn, and he yeah. started. It's yep. It didn't sit well with the fans. I don't think so. <clears throat> Derek just dropped some bag or something. Anyways, then they had Rey Mysterio and Jeff Hardy face off against Randy Orton and The Miz, and they defeated Randy Orton and The Miz. Um, and so <laughs> the finish came down to a six, one, nine to Miz. Ray Mysterio followed with a swan ton bomb from Hardy. Uh, after that, Randy Orton laid everyone out with an RKO, God, I love Randy Orton and, so including much. his partner, the Miz to stand tall at the end of the show. I was, I would so love for him to get the, get back the championship. I'm sorry. I, oh, I agree with you. Yeah, I, with you I really would love for him to get the championship back. Me too. Me too. So anyways, guys, this is the main event podcast, episode 10. Sorry about the last episode. There was some glitches, supposedly, but it's already past the point of, like, no I'm return. not going to take it down. You can just listen to the glitches. Yeah, um, Listen uh, to the glitches, uh, bitches. Uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, bolts, shout Ooh. outs. No, none this week. You're not going to shout out no. JD? No. Why? I don't know. Shout outs, JD. Fuck bolts. I see JD every single damn so day. So what? <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> All right, peace out, guys.